Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. My dear brothers and sisters, Today we celebrate the last Sunday of this Advent season. A Sunday that will launch us into the festivity period, into the time, the day that God finally fulfills his promise. And that is why when we reflect on the readings, you realize that Today, our attention is being called to two characters, two personalities that are very, very important in this climax of our preparation. And that is David and Mary. If you recall two Sundays ago, the second and third Sunday of Advent, we have been reflected on the character of the man called John the Baptist. Because John the Baptist was specially chosen and sent by God to prepare the way for the Messiah. So he was part of that plan of the salvation of humanity. And we see these two characters today, they are also part and parcel of the plan of God's salvation to humanity. David and Mary. David lays the foundation of the promise made to humanity. While Mary gives us the opportunity or brings the realization of the fulfillment of that promise by humbly accepting the will of God to bring Jesus into existence. In the first reading, we see how David, in his humility, he felt after the trouble that he went through, fighting wars, he realized that now he has relative peace. Now at least he can now settle down and administer the services that God specially chose him to administer to his people. And he felt, why should I be living in a house, in a beautiful house, to be so comfortable and the God who has brought me to this level, the God who has chosen me, the God who has offered me this privilege, the God who preserved my life, is living just in a tent. And David decides, I will build a house for him. But you know, as Prophet Isaiah would say, our ways are not God's ways, nor our thoughts are God's thoughts. 
we had having consulted Prophet Nathan, God said to Prophet Nathan, tell my son David, that is not what I desire for. But I am making a covenant with him. I will establish a kingdom. So you see, instead of David building a house for God, it was God who decided to build a house for David. I'm establishing a kingdom. A kingdom that will pass all the troubles, all the turbulences of life, but it will remain. It will stand forever and ever. It is a kingdom that will stand all the test of time and it will never fall. That was one part of the covenant. The second part was that for David, I will raise a hair from his root, from his household. And I will make sure that hair takes over his throne. And he will rule with all justice, fairness, and love. That here would be the king of all kings. And his kingdom will have no end. Ancient promise. But brothers and sisters, from the second reading, St. Paul reminds us, though it is ancient promise, but it remains everlasting promise. Because the long-awaited mysteries have now been revealed through Jesus Christ. That long-awaited mystery that was kept secret to humanity now has been revealed. And the revelation of this mystery was made possible, brothers and sisters, through Mary. When the angel appeared, first he recognized how favorable Mary is to God. Just like how favorable David is to God. David found favor with the Lord, so also Mary found favor with God. Hell, full of grace. This Luke chapter 1 verse 23, uh, 28, brothers and sisters, gives us the scriptural foundation of our devotion to Mary. As believers, as Catholics across the globe. Hell full of grace. If the angel who honor Mary, who are we, mere human beings, we cannot honor her. Honor must be given to whom honor is due. And we must give Mary her due honor. And it is by this you realize that in 2002, the October of 2002 to the October of 2003, 
the Holy Father St. John Paul II at that time had to declare a year of the rosary in his document that he sent to all faithful across the globe Rosarium Virginis Mariae urging all Catholics to give that honor to Mary because she deserves her honor, our honor. And because she deserves our honor, brothers and sisters, the Holy Father at that time wanted all Catholics through the rosary to join Mary in meditating the face of Christ in our lives. It is not surprising, therefore, that the Holy Father made us to understand though the rosary is more of a Marian character, but it is also more of a Christocentric nature. Because Christ is the center. We reflect the face of Christ alongside with Mary through the Holy Rosary. So sometimes, some of us at confessional, when the priest asks you, go and say the Hail Mary, you think that maybe, ah, it's just simple. No. The priest wants you, go with the sins you have confessed, join Mary in reflecting the face of her son, so that let the grace of her son lead you onto the right path that you will never sin again. But because we have taken the, the rosaries for granted, sometimes when we are asked to say the rosary, we feel that, oh, it's just a common thing. Hell, Mary, full of grace, we rush it. And we are done. We don't even recognize the meaning of what we are praying. Today, brothers and sisters, Mary, in our humility, humbly, she accepted the will of God. We could hear, as human, of course she was troubled. Why was she troubled? If she had found grace, if she had found honor, and she had found favor with God, what troubled? She was troubled because she needed to contemplate on the new life she was about to take. You can imagine a girl of 15, 16 years old is being given this kind of serious and heavy tax to be fulfilled. Of course, she has every reason to be troubled. And knowing fully well, that the law at that time does not even permit what the angel was telling her, of course she had every right to, to be troubled. Because as a single lady, and you are found to be with a child or with pregnancy, without any man known in your life or without being married, <laughs> the obvious penalty for you is nothing but turning to death. So how could she pass through all this? But we hear 
how the angel said, Mary, do not be troubled. Do not be afraid. Because what you carry is true by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Mary said, I am nothing but the hermit of God. Let his will be done according to your word. That was a total surrender. That was a total self-giving, self-donation to God's will. Brothers and sisters, how ready are we to give ourselves to the will of God? The time has come. Can God fulfill his promise through us? Each and every one of us, we have found favor with the Lord through our baptism, the sacrament of baptism. We have found favor with God through all the sacraments, confirmation, Eucharist, and whatever sacrament you have received. And if we are favored, are we ready, just as Mary, to say, let God's will be done and not my own will. We have a mission as believers. We have a mission as Catholics to fulfill. The question should be, what is my own mission in this life? What is my own mission in this period of Christmas season? Let us pray that God will open our eyes of faith to understand our mission within this Christmas festivity. And as Mary humbly said, let the will of God be done, may we also humbly say to God, let his will be done at this season and not our will through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.